down in Durham, are teachers and school officials there doing enough to fight bullying? I mean, it's not new. As long as there are kids, there will always be those uh, who are ganged up on. I mean, back in my day, it was settled pretty quickly. Either you met in the school ground and duked it out, or you would tell a teacher or a parent, and it would get addressed right away. But, uh, you know, we've heard a couple of cases, and I'm hearing numerous stories of parents whose children are being bullied for months and months. And despite pleas to the schools to act, it seems educators are are taking a hands-off approach. On Wednesday, Global News told the story of a seven-year-old Oshawa boy who's now recovering from injuries his family says were the cause of bullying. And this has been going on for months. And it escalated last week when the boy suffered a broken arm. A seven-year-old boy breaks his arm because he was essentially beaten up. And it got so bad at this school, David Bouchard, that the boy was so scared he said to his mom, I want to die. Well, where were the school officials? It seems the Durham School Board didn't say much, but here is mom speaking out, Erin Nichols speaking out on her little boy, Grayson. It started with name calling. We used to call him fat, marshmallow, you know, make him feel bad about himself. He would tell me that he wanted to die, that he hated his life, and he doesn't know why he gets targeted. There was blood everywhere, so he had gotten knocked in the nose. He was on the ground and kids were jumping on him up and down. He spent half of the school year inside because he was too scared to go out. No recess, no playground. I feel like so many people failed him. So that is, of course, mom. Um, And I'd be outraged. I mean, who wouldn't be heartbroken for a child going through this? And why didn't the school act? And And if that story's not bad enough, now we're hearing of a second situation involving a a mom who had two girls at the same school. Both are high needs. One's got autism. The other suffers a a severe cognitive issue. And the bullying got so bad that the girls would come home in tears every single day. And despite meetings with the local MPP, school officials, teachers, trustees, nothing was done. So this single mom had no other choice but to pull the girls out in February and keep them home, which is where they now stay. She joins me now. Her name is Pamela Lewis. She is the mom of these two young girls. Thank you for joining me, Pam. Thank you. Characterize, if you can, for us what uh, kinds of abuse and bullying your daughters went through that made you pull them from school. Oh, it started with being called a lesbian for holding another girl's hand. Um, They wouldn't let my daughter use the washroom to the point that she urinated herself. Um, and how old are your girls? How, how, what are the ages? My girls are eight and nine. They're Irish, Irish twins, so they're born the same year. So they're in the same grade. So picked on pretty much every day. Every day. So it, it started with the lesbian comments from older kids, um, not allowed to use the washroom because they were the lunch monitors because, you know, that's the teacher's break. They don't have time to watch your children while they eat their lunch. Um, it went from that to my daughter being kicked in the face six times and having a big, huge, fat, bloody lip. When I asked what the punishment was going to be for this child, I was told nothing because he has autism. My daughter has autism. She would never kick someone in the face, ever. And if she did, there would be consequences. Um, 
slapping, pulling of the hair, putting glue on her chairs, throwing their backpacks in the washroom. Um, their Ray-Ban reading glasses were ripped off their faces and broke. Um, they've had their lunch stolen. It's constant, constant, constant bullying. They were called fat, um, ugly, not normal. This is just, it's, it's horrible. It's horrendous what these children are going through. And what did and the officials say to you? Nothing. Every time I went into the school, which was every day, I would drop my girls off in the morning and EA would take them up to class. That's how bad the bullying was, that I could not even allow them to go out on the schoolyard. Um, I would pick them up 15 minutes early because Maya... Uh, having autism is a runner. She would break down after school because here she's holding it together all day with all this bullying going on. And she sees mom and she just wants to run. Um, when I would go in there, my girls would be bawling. I would confront the principal and I would be told, oh, we're dealing with it. We're dealing with it. I've had several, at least 10 meetings with the principal, um, also a social worker from the school board to be told to wait my turn to speak. No, 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 no. I said to her, it is my turn to speak. My children are being physically harmed in your school. You have them for six hours a day. They are not safe here. She, the principal lied to me. The vice principal most times had no clue what was going on. And when I approached him, he told me, oh, well, the teacher quit. She's leaving. The teacher's not the problem. The principal's the problem. The children that are not being disciplined are the problem. So so it got to the point where you had to take the girls out of school, correct? I've, I took the girls out of school three times in total. The last time was my breaking point, which was in February. And they have not been back. I, I called the Board of Education. I had several meetings for them to call the children's aid on me and tell the children's aid that my daughters are not attending school and that I'm aggressive in nature to deal with. You're right. I did go in your school and tell you you're an idiot because you are an idiot because my children are being hurt every single day. Let me ask you this. I mean, we know that there are these issues because we hear about it from teachers saying that there's a lot of violence in the class. And we know that the former liberal government, uh, you know, they failed kids with autism and and cognitive issues because they were putting them in with uh, classes that were too big and the teachers lost control of the classroom because they just weren't equipped to deal with children with high needs. Is that your sense here that that the children have simply become a a, a product of a system that's broken? Um, yes, they have. They have become a product of a system that's broken. But even when I go higher, like I went to our local MP to speak with Jack from Jennifer French's office, who pretty much said, well, what can we do for you? Well, you can get on the ball. You can get something happening here. I talked to other trustees that supposedly work for the parents. Oh, we'll make phone calls. For what? For them to offer me a school that can't accommodate me because I'm not allowed in the school to bring my child that has high anxiety of separation and social? Everywhere's a failure. Sorry, we've heard these stories. You're not the first parent to say, look, bullying is going on and the teachers don't want to take a, you know, they take a rather hands-off approach. Um, Is that your sense that teachers just don't want to get involved or feel they can't get involved? 
Um, in this school in particular, I feel that the teachers weren't allowed to be involved because the principal made it quite clear to myself and other parents that she runs her school how she pleases. And if they don't do as she says, they pay a consequence. So to me, the principal's a bully too. So what's the what's the solution? Like, what do you do? You now have two kids. They haven't been in school for months. Um, you know, they need to be in school, uh, but you don't feel like they're safe. So what is your option here? So I, uh, like I said, I've called the board. Uh, two weeks ago, I called the board and said, we need a placement for September. What's going to happen? You guys are going to provide a bus for them also, because it's not my responsibility being that we can't go to the homeschool because of these issues. I never received a phone call back. This is the problem. There's no communication. And when there is communication, you get told what they want you to do, not what's right for your children. And do, you get, and because, do they shelter the bullies? Do you, do you think that they bully those who are doing the bullying? I think that... The kids that are doing the bullying are not being disciplined properly. When I started going to the school, I was told it's zero tolerance for bullying. When I brought that up to the board, they said, oh, that shouldn't be on any website because that was taken off a long time ago because too many children were being suspended. Mm -hmm. So this is the problem. If you're using the same consequence, which is, you know, maybe a recess or a lunch taken away, then they're going to keep doing it because they really don't care. Well, you're the, uh, you know, in two days, Global News has gotten, uh, you know, three kids from this same school. So clearly uh, the story will continue and um, we'll call the school and see what they're going to do. What's your next step then? What can, what, what are you going to do with the your girls? Well, they've been home since February and it's been a struggle for me. Um, I guess I'm just going to have to keep fighting to make sure that, Somebody is going to give them something in September. It's a bit of a if David have, and Goliath fight. Absolutely. I'm going to, if I have to go to Trudeau, I will because I've had enough. This is crazy and I'm sick and tired of it being swept under the rug. These kids are using the N word, racial profiling, and, you know, there, there's all kinds of things going on and it's being swept under the rug. Today, when I watched Global News, it said the um, guy from the board said, he has reports from every incident. I'd like to see those reports because I guarantee you he doesn't have them. We'll follow because up with I, them. Yeah. Well, when I spoke with the board about reports, they had nothing. They were never given a report about any bullying situations coming from David Burchard. I told them they need to hire a private investigator and they just laughed at me. Well, they might might not quite laugh now that you've been getting all the media coverage, but nonetheless, we will follow up with them. And Pam, stay in touch with us, and we'll see where this uh, story takes us. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you so very much. That is Pam Lewis joining us. And, uh, you know, again, we hear these stories all the time over the years, kids being bullied in schools across Ontario to the point where they are so scared to go back to school that some of them threaten to kill themselves, and some actually do end up killing themselves because they just can't, they can't deal with it. And I'm not sure why teachers take a hands-off approach. I've got a family member who went through this with their own child. Went on for months and months and months, and they seemed to cater to the bully. They didn't want to disrupt anything. We'll follow up with it and see where the story takes us next. But I know she's not the only case of this. On Point, I'm Alex Pearson, and this is Global News Radio.